0: back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. We've got a lot to get into today, so thanks for listening. Uh, We got the NFL Draft that we'll hit on here, and also, of course, we got the NBA playoffs going on. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. time of the year, Uh, and so let's just get right to it. Yep. The NFL Draft. Let's talk about the NFL Draft. What do you got going on? All right. What are your takeaways there?
1: A few of my takeaways. Uh, First off, I think the Jets probably had one of the top Draft in general okay um the best team like they had three first round picks and they did great they hit home runs i think on all their picks um i looked at that all i think it was the pff maybe Mm -hmm. um oh no it was mel kuyper's sorry um a list of players and all three players sauce gardner whether they got in the fourth for the fourth pick overall. Garrett Wilson, the tenth overall pick, and Jermaine Johnson. Yep. Were all number ones in their position. Position is what he had them ranked.
0: Wait, so Jermaine Johnson was the number one edge? I have him nope, as an nope, edge. He was the fourth. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, that's no. okay. Because they had he, Aiden Hutchinson. That's the only other okay. guy that I mean Trayvon Walker, obviously, but
1: I think And that, yeah, and um uh Thibodeau. Yep. Thibodeau. I, yeah. yeah, he was great, but I think the Jets and then in their second round, they I think they picked up uh Bryce Hall, mm-hmm. the running back from uh, anyway, uh, he was, was the number I one running state. back. That's the yeah. other number one I was talking about, thinking of. Yep, uh, oh, those okay. positions, so those three, those three right there were number ones in their positions. So three of four, yeah, three of four. So I thought they did, they did great. I mean, now it's all about coaching, like the Jets. They have brought in decent players before. Right. Now it's all about the coaching. Yep. Can they coach? Can Solemn coach them? Salah. Salah. Oh, man. I'm butchering names <laughs> <hard>. already. Jeez. <laughs> I
0: love it. Anyway. This is going to be happy.
1: And <laughs> um, so I think the Jets did really well um, in this draft. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I think. The Jets did incredibly well. Um, I was impressed. I feel like they've done well before in past drafts, though. Yeah. Like, even last year, uh, or was it the year before? I'm getting mixed up. Zach Wilson draft? Well, they had Zach Wilson, but Mm -hmm. did they pick up Makai Becton last year, or was it the year before?
1: I think it was the year before. Okay,
0: so Makai Becton was really good, um, but he's just has some injuries and so but i think it's a good player they also got they have a receiver uh elijah moore yep oh yeah
1: i think he killed i think he was a rookie last year he's great yeah he's great and Um, then that running back michael carter
0: i think carter good job and so they have a bunch of these young pieces but what they're missing is like a player that's going to bring championship pedigree like or not even championship pedigree playoff
1: pedigree like a veteran yeah veteran well a and
0: veteran or somebody even a young guy that comes in and like brings this sort of I don't know like they're going to be taught talk- like Michael Carter's great mm-hmm. Elijah Moore's great mm-hmm. you know Makai Becton's great Zach Wilson's great but none of them are going to be on the front page in the news True. Um, being talked about on a team that's heading to the playoffs you know what I mean like yep. they don't have that guy I feel like they could have gotten these guys like Sauce Gardner is one of my by far, favorite players in this draft. Great, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson. From what I hear, again, I don't know too much about this draft, but from what I hear, Garrett Wilson is a stud.
1: I've seen some, some of his, um, uh, like whenever he was drafted, some of the highlights and whatnot. Like they said, he's the most acrobatic receiver in the draft. Like really, seeing how he catches some of these balls and and stuff, it's yeah, incredible. So they, you you got to have that in the end in the NFL.
0: Yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Mm -hmm. he's great as well. He was projected to go top 10.
1: Yep. And so. He was, yeah. Yeah. He dropped.
0: He dropped all the way to 26. So for them to land him, I feel like those three guys, I don't know that they are necessarily that type of player other than Sauce Gardner. I feel like that dude
1: brings I was surprised he didn't go the number one corner. Which Stingley, yeah. Stingley
0: went first. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, that surprised me as well. Trayvon Walker shocked me when they took. Yep him first overall i was shocked i know people were saying it and i wasn't mm-hmm. going to be necessarily surprised but i was still same hutchinson is i think by none the best player in this draft and I,
1: yeah i think as the number one team you i you want somebody you don't want to go for a stretch you want to know that you're going to get a automatic like this guy will be good plug for in sure. it. nobody knows how good trayvon walker i mean i think the other guy from uh Hutcherson, the one that was drafted number mm-hmm. two. He's gonna be like right now. I mean, that's what you want as Jacksonville. You want to plug in play now. You don't I don't I, I think they kind of missed on that. Even going for the, the the DN that the Giants got, Thibodeau from Oregon. Yeah. I think he, he might be a better prospect. I don't know I don't know how well Walker I mean, he may be great. Again, I think they're all they're yep. going off his draft. He had crazy numbers at the draft speed, all that kind of stuff, but like you also want in game right now, like kind of thing. So that kind of, yeah, that surprised me.
0: If he is that good on paper with all of his numbers and his intangibles and what, or not intangibles, but like his, his, uh, the report on like his athleticism and whatnot, if he's that good, then he should have been producing more so um, for sure. In 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 real game. And he, he wasn't now, some people say he he came from Georgia, right? Yep. He's a Georgia dude. So Mm -hmm. like, a lot of people say, Chris Beniquez, you know, from uh, All Talks to Life podcast, he ta- says all the time, I hear him saying it, that that's a no-name defense, mm-hmm. you know, because these guys, you don't understand how good they are individually because they are so good as a team. Right. And so yep. this is, they broke the record this year for the most players taken in a draft. Um, for, mm-hmm. Was it the most players overall or maybe just their defense? I forget. No, it was most players overall because yeah, they that. took 15. It's <laughs> the most players ever taken in a draft in one year that's crazy um and so it, it it's wild uh but maybe that's why we didn't get to see who he fully was and maybe that's what they're saying whereas yep. Hutchinson he played on a team that they had the other guy on the other side of Hutchinson What's his name? uh Ojabo yeah um he went to the Ravens and so mm-hmm. that guy he was good too but like Hutchinson's not on that stack defense like
1: like Georgia. yeah and that that's where I I I'm it puzzles me on why they didn't go for a, a known number one mm-hmm. for sure but I'm not the GM of the of the of the Jaguar so you know yep speaking of what that name you just said I can't the pronounce Javo. the name yep the I Ravens mean, crushed this driver. I don't know if that's right but he like they got him in the third round
0: yeah no second second round? ended the second round. And the second round. Towards well,
1: second. I got him in the second round and then um
0: mid second round. Sorry.
1: Uh, yeah. And then they got the the center from Iowa. Yeah. That's like, what I wanted. Yep. And then who everybody's saying is the best who is the best player in the draft arguably, yeah. In Hamilton, the safety. Mm-hmm. But safety is a non like needed position or high end position, right. you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they said he should probably go number one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Other than Hutchison, yep, th- that's the only debate that I've seen as far as who's the best player in this draft. I've mm-hmm. heard Hutchison and Hamilton. Again, that's what I heard. Yep. I-, I should preface by everything I say in this episode as far as the draft. I am not as bought in on this draft, uh, and and I am I speaking for you so you as well? Yeah, a yeah. But I, 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 last year was a bigger deal to me. Mm-hmm. We picked fifth overall. The Bengals picked fifth overall. And so I was much more invested in that draft. I felt I thought it was a funner fast cl- uh, draft class as well. Um, whether that's right or wrong, some people would debate that. That's fine. I, I get it. This one I'm just not as knowledgeable about. Right. That's all I'm going to say. So yep. everything I say, take with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely Kyle Hamilton. From what I've been reading, this guy is easily kinda, the second best, maybe the yeah, best player. The I'm,
1: I'm kind of wish that we actually picked him up because our secondary and stuff is struggling hard. Okay, but uh i'll talk about the eagles later okay um another team uh speaking of what happened with the ravens the trade the cardinals trading mm-hmm. for hollywood brown right uh what was your initial like when you saw that
0: well when i initially saw it i didn't think it was such a bad idea um i mean for the ravens it's kind of an even keel deal um yeah. i mean they got to pick up kyle hamilton which is great mm-hmm. um i don't know was that part of that deal did they get that 14th pick because of that?
1: Uh, I don't know. They, I think they got the 23rd. Okay, the 23rd pick, which they got the se- the center. Um, 25th pick. 25th pick. Yep, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean that. Yeah, I
0: think, I don't know. I, I think it was incredible timing for the Cardinals because DeAndre Absolutely. Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins just what two days, three days later, mm-hmm. gets suspended for six games for PEDs. Yeah. And so. Couldn't time that better. Um, <laughs> I'm actually curious if they knew about it. I, I, right. I don't know if you if that's any sort of rule breaking. True. Um, but that they knew about it and yeah, I don't know. Utilized leverage, I guess, without you know. Yeah. Because because really yeah. the, the the Ravens could have upped the ante as far as what they needed in return mm-hmm. if they knew that the Cardinals needed him more. Oh yeah. I don't know. It seems a little I, bit sketchy to me. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think I think the Ravens did a great job in that in this trade because um marquise brown he he drops a lot of passes i think he had the six most drops really i mean he's he's quick i mean sure stuff like he's a good he he is a good player but mm-hmm. like i mean i wouldn't trade a one for him i don't think i would trade a one for him um, did they
0: trade a one
1: they did they trade their tw- 25th pick wow yeah,
0: yeah that's a little much for me yeah
1: a one and um did they trade a third round two I think they also got something else maybe in that. But I I think the Cardinals really reached for this. I would agree. But I also think they're trying to make Kyler happy.
0: Well, yeah. So this is a question. I'll get your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was asked it recently, again, by Chris Beniquez. And Mm -hmm. so he asked me if I believe that the NFL is changing based on what happened with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase last year. Uh, One, the fact that a a receiver... Mm -hmm in general was able to come in and make the impact that he had on that team right to dr- take us from not it wasn't just him but you get the point that yeah he was a big piece in how we jumped from being one of the worst teams in the nfl mm-hmm. to i guess second best team is that fair to say yeah you know I we, mean, we lost, in yeah,
1: you lost his, yeah exactly and
0: so regarding last year we were the second best team in the football mm-hmm. and so you know he asked me if that if these people and these people, but these teams like the yeah. Cardinals are taking these big risks on these receivers, especially receivers that were partnered together because Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray were teammates in, in yeah. college at Oklahoma, right? Yep. Oklahoma, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, do you think that the NFL is shifting a little bit to value receivers more? So, especially when they play in the same in the same
1: college, like, yeah. I mean, you can definitely tell with the contracts. Yes, people are valuing receivers way more. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. It used to be uh, like the quarterbacks, left tackles, um, and like interior linemen, maybe defensive ends. Yeah, d- yeah, the ends. Now it's
0: receivers. Right. Like I wonder, even running backs. Like running back. Like the, the best running back in this draft was drafted in the second round. Yeah, the second round. Yep. And so. As opposed to how many years ago was Zeke drafted? Zeke was fourth overall. Fourth overall, right. But just that was just, what, five years ago? Yeah. And so, and we have Reggie Bush back mm. wh- whenever that was, second mm-hmm. overall, because they, they, the Texans were supposed to take Reggie Bush in that draft. Yep. And they surprised everybody by taking Mario Williams, which, good for them, they got it right. Oh, absolutely.
1: But, yeah, I, I mean, it all depends. I think it, it all depends on who it is. I mean, like, if... I mean, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, too, totally, like, those are great players. Right. I mean, I see where, like, this Kyler Murray, um, Marquise Brown thing, I mean, they're not going to... In my opinion, I don't think they're going to have the same production that Joe Burrow and right and uh, Marquise Brown. I think it... Or, uh, sorry. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, but... Um, I mean... I don't, I don't know. I, I get, it's so interesting to think about, I mean, it's what it looks like. It's where it's yeah, going. Right. It's yeah. what it looks like it. I mean, it, I mean, it's not going to be, people are going to try them out and I mean, it's not going to work for everybody.
0: Right. And people are going, you know, it, it is interesting to think about with like receivers and the value of receivers mm-hmm. when you see people going all hand, all hands on deck with these receivers. Yeah. You know, with you know, Devontae Adams going to the Raiders and yeah, Hill. what they gave up yeah. for Tyreek Hill, but Devontae Adams, he pre- he played at Fresno State with that's right. Derek Carr. yep And so, you know, we see these receivers going all over the place. And I also so, think the
1: GMs want to make their quarterbacks happy. Right. I mean, that's another thing too. You're like, I want to keep my most important player. I want him to stay longer and I'm going to do whatever I can to help him out. Yeah. Again, another Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's like, He says nothing's going on, but there's, I mean, if stuff's coming out, stuff, something is going on. It seems like it. So like, I think, I think for them, I think it was a, a play to make Kyler happy, not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. But also, I don't know if you heard, but with this whole Lamar Jackson thing about coming out and saying like, what the heck? Like why? I think you
0: put like WTF. Yeah, he
1: did on <laughs> on Instagram or Facebook,
0: whatever it was. But the next
1: the next day, I mean, it came comes to find out that Marquise Brown asked for a trade, right? La- at the end well, of the year, yeah, last year. Yep. So like, he uh, Lamar Jackson shouldn't be mad at the Ravens, right? I mean, you don't really want a player that doesn't want to play for your team correct. to be on your team, correct? So like, that can be quote unquote cancerous in your locker room already. Right. So Which- like.
0: I don't know. I mean, did, did Lamar Jackson ever express frustration with the Ravens specifically? Or was he just like, what the heck, frustrated, frustrated in general? Yeah. Because he could have been frustrated with Marquise Brown, too. Although Marquise Brown, I think, did this tweet or whatever.
1: He's like, we want not be here for life. We're going to do it. Yep. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, I'll whatever. Like... And then I'm going to go behind your back and say, hey.
0: If that's what he did. yeah." Like, I guess we don't really know. But like, it's Lamar true. Jackson seems to be upset with the Ravens. It wasn't the Ravens' fault, clearly. No, um, like you said, they don't. You don't want a player, mm-hmm. I guess, unless you're Debo Samuel the 49ers. You know, you don't want a yeah. player that doesn't want to play with you, right? Um, and so it's anyway. It, yeah, it is. That situation is seems to be a recipe for disaster a little yep. bit, depending on what happened with Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson there in the Ravens, because this is his contract year. He's getting paid. Do you know Lamar Jackson's getting paid just over two million dollars this year? <laughs> He's an MVP in mm-hmm. this league. And we have quarterbacks getting paid $45 million to have not played in a year. Yeah. That's crazy. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to take this guy off.
1: No, but you also need to give him a receiver. Yep. Who are... Th- like, I was... Yeah, I was talking to uh, John, my uh, brother-in-law, and he's a huge Raven fan. And he's like, who are our receivers now? Right. Like, um... Uh, he he rattled them off, and I couldn't tell you. I mean, maybe I knew one Pittman. They got one guy last year, I think,
0: Michael Pittman from uh, the Colts. It, it was
1: a it was a rookie. Um, I'm not quite sure what it was. He was a rookie last year. Okay, yeah, not, but um, yeah, it was.
0: Oh yeah, I I know who you're talking about. I I forget his name now though. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they and I'm looking to their draft. You know, they didn't even take a receiver. They took a tight end, and Isaiah. Isaiah Likely, mm-hmm. he's from he was in the fourth round. Wow, they had
1: oh Bateman. S- I'm sorry, Rashad Bateman, Bateman uh, Duvernay, Duvernay, yeah. Duvernay. Yeah. And, I think he's more of a special team Proch, guy. P-R-O-C-H-E.
0: Nobody knows who that guy is.
1: Nope.
0: That those are the receivers. And they they picked up actually, sorry, two tight ends in the draft, both in the fourth fourth round. Did you know that they had six fourth round picks this year?
1: Yeah, they, I heard <laughs> I heard they broke the record. Goodness for for most picks in a in a round.
0: <laughs> yeah, six of them. They took George Charlie Col- Kohler from Iowa State and Isaiah Likely, tight end from Coastal Carolina. So two tight ends came in, but they have one of the best tight ends in the league. These guys aren't going to be playing, Mm-mm. and so I mean that's their the best receiver on that team is their tight end and Andrews. And so, uh,
1: I, I yeah, I think He's I think for happy. that I think they won the trade. In my opinion, I think they won that trade. Because of with what they got. They got a first round, yeah. Yeah. But they have nothing for Lamar Jackson, though.
0: Yeah, because... Not it,
1: saying that they had a bunch for him before, but they now literally have Mark Andrews.
0: Yeah, and I should have did the research. I didn't. To look at what receivers were still on the board when they actually picked at 25 and they took Linderbaum. Um, I don't know exactly who was on the board at that time. Yeah. But it's like, you could have at least took took one of these receivers that that went early in this draft, whether first or second round. This is a deep receiver class. And so, I don't know. That's a little frustrating. Uh, yeah. N- not for me. I, no. I'm sure no, for John. You're, but yeah. I'm sure for John of this, For me, I'm <laughs> I'm glad. Although, they had a great draft.
1: The that, Ravens had a great defense, draft. Yeah. They have a... They keep getting better on defense. But they
0: lost there with Marquise Brown, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, outside of, again, because of who they drafted f- with that pick. Yeah. Had they drafted a good receiver,
1: then... I mean, they're going to still go back to the run, 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 mm-hmm. run. So. Right. For sure. So, enough about the Ravens. Seriously. The Packers didn't draft a receiver in the first round. Again, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. The last time they, dra- they drafted a receiver was in 2002. In the first round. In the first round. First round receiver. That was... Javon Walker? Yep.
0: Wow, look at that was right off the top of my head.
1: I don't even know who that is, but
0: anyway. Javon Walker. Yeah, who's Javon Walker? So uh I mean Javon Walker, I don't know super specifics about him, but I remember when I first started watching football, yeah. Javon Walker and Donald Driver were the two receivers for the Packers. Okay. Um that was sort of and they had one other guy too, Antonio Freeman, I believe. Yeah. Um was was the other guy there. And so um yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that
1: was their last first round. Mm Mm-hmm receiver
0: and they've had receivers since i mean they've yeah. had greg jennings they've had oh yeah jordy nelson james mm-hmm. jones they've had receivers but they're all like that's what rogers does with these guys and but imagine if you give them a I know. stud like if you give them a talented what guy happened think, with
1: tom brady and randy moss yeah
0: and mike evans i mean i mean mike evans didn't have all the production in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. but they've got a good rhythm oh, yeah. in there and yep. so
1: yeah i i I have nothing else to say about the Packers. That's about all I got. I mean,
0: apparently they did well with the two people they drafted. And so I know the one guy, I forget.
1: Wyatt. I think they were. Wyatt.
0: Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt. Wyatt's great. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I hear, he's actually better than the guy with the Eagles landed. It's just physically and like the the stuff he showed at the combine and whatnot wasn't as impressive. And so, um, but the other guy, um, I'm blanking on his name, but he's a linebacker for Georgia Mm -hmm. and... They drafted him, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" And apparently, he was projected to go first round or whatever. But like, come on, this is the Green Bay Packers, man. Your your defense is pretty good already, and so. But apparently, they're good picks, Um, and and some Packers fans, you know, they're frustrated that you know Jeremiah Rader, who's an avid listener. Um, I believe if I heard him correctly. He, he was frustrated when they didn't take a receiver. I think they should be. Yeah. And so now that being said, they did get their guy that was projected to go to them in the Christian, first round. It was it
1: Christian strong or Christian? Uh, Watkins. That guy.
0: Yeah. And uh, they or Watson. Was it Watson? Yeah. Okay. They got him. We're good with names. Um, <laughs>
1: North Dakota state. Okay. I remember that's where he came from. There you
0: go. Um, but they got him. He was projected to go in the first round to them mm-hmm. and they landed him in the second. And so, I guess that's good. Yeah. Who cares if you get him in, you know, if you get him in the second round as opposed to the first, it's great. Yep. You know, but, and, and you get a great middle linebacker too. So I guess that's good. But th- this, and, and then Aaron Rodgers interviewed with Pat McAfee afterwards. Yeah. And he said he was fine with the picks, you know, and he, you know, it's like, okay, I
1: don't and know then, what's going And on. then it came out he, that he said that he didn't know that Devontae Adams was leaving. Right. Like what's going what on? What is what? <laughs> <I don't, laughs> my goodness. I'm tired. I'm tired of finding all this different stuff out i just don't and know how you don't know what is it. true anymore and no. blah, blah, blah. not no at
0: all, all, all. Blah. speaking of what's not true let me jump off on a quick segment here yep um did you hear the espn nfl insider odell beckham jr do you hear about this no odell beckham let me let me just read this to you real quick um <laughs> the former la the former la rams wide receiver and current free agent made a surprise and ultimately ill-advised for Ray in the world of NFL news. Edo Beckham Jr. posted on Twitter and I quote, breaking news at 19 problems, i.e. Debo Samuel, to the Patriots WTF. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is great. Totally false. Totally false. And so we get a bunch of guys pretty much that the, uh, the, all the NFL insiders throughout the uh, the media start re- responding. Uh, Tom Polisio. I don't know that guy. Yep. But this is not true. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Ian Rappaport just says, nah. <laughs> and then Albert Breer, this is great, checked in on this response I got. Uh, the Patriots have less than $200,000 in cap space. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 not happening. And so later on, Odell Beckham responds. And this is a bit intriguing to me to the Twitter world. I am so sorry. I love Debo Samuel and giving him, giving him hell problem causing more problems. Don't know exactly what that means, but I can't help it. Debo news going to break on its own. What does that mean? And what does he know? So what, what would you say is going on here? Do you think that Odell knows something that we don't? uh no (laughs) you don't trust that no (laughs) obj no everything i mean
1: of course sources don't mean jack anymore because everything changes but the i mean if uh, sources are saying he's going back to the niners to the niners yeah. Oh, Debo. Debo. Sorry, out there with Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have no Debo. idea what's going on with, with oh, Debo Beckham. Yeah, up. yeah, sure.
0: Um, I mean, the Niners are pretty fixed that they're not trading him. Yeah, and they're pretty clear. Yep. Like they're, and they said they've received calls and it's not even close.
1: Yeah. And I heard they said the Jets and the and the Lions asked about him okay. during the draft.
0: Oh man, the Lions.
1: Yeah. And both of them said no. So they they offered the Jets offered them the tenth pick. I think something else. Wow. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what the Lions offered, but um, I'm assuming they wouldn't have offered the second.
0: So the 10th pick would have been Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So instead of Garrett Wilson, they would have took their other receiver, which would have been Debo. Yeah. For a lot more money.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Lions, <laughs> geez, jumping 20 spots. What a score. Yeah. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. I was, he, they swiped Williams right underneath our nose.
0: Right from you guys. Yeah, yep.
1: that was great. We were going to, I'm pretty sure we were going to take him. Love that. But uh,
0: you guys a, got your guy. We got, we got our guy. Do you want to transition and um, talk about the Eagles?
1: I got two more. Two okay. more things uh, and then, uh, and then uh, we'll jump and then we actually got a special guest. We got to throw some We'll get in here. All right. Um, the Patriots signing an offensive tackle from Chattanooga. <laughs> what just happened there? The funniest part was Sean McVeigh. Did you see that video? I
0: I didn't see the video, but I heard all about it.
1: <laughs> he was during, during a press conference, like mid-draft because they didn't have a first round. I don't even think they had a second round pick. Right. Um so he was like doing a press conference and they saw that this guy from Chattanooga was picked for the tw- on like the 26th overall pick. Right. And he's like, "Wait, we were looking at him at 104." <laughs> so and they got picked in the 26th overall so i just thought that was pretty funny um does bill belichick know something we don't like what is he's got to
0: he's got to i mean so let, let me let me go in here real quick yep I, I know go for it i know we're in the middle of your thing but i'm just gonna jump in with the patriots yep yeah i have them as my loser in the draft right <laughs> i i put my notes the patriots are the losers of this draft but we're all wrong <laughs> <laughs> They're going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> they are the. <laughs> there is something going on. So I looked at, like, Cole Strange. Th- th- this is what they said h- uh, about Cole Strange. His anchor and footwork are suspect, making it highly unlikely he slots in as a major contributor early on. I bet he's in the Rookie of the Year talk. How much you want to bet? Probably. He's, he, he,
1: the Patriots always seem to find a way.
0: Apparently, he's a six foot, a six foot five guy, 307 pounds. Big guy. It's a big dude. But he can move, and so he's an athletic, three hundred pound, six foot five guy. Mm. And so he's not solid on the line. That's where his question marks are. That's why he fell, or okay. quote unquote fell. Yeah, fell. Um, but he's really good at getting out and making plays mm-hmm. downfield and blocks. If anybody's going to be able to figure out a Patriots. guy like that, yeah, it's going to be the Patriots. Their second pick, Tyquan Thornton from Baylor, wide receiver. Oh, they pick him. They pick him at fifty. This is this is what it says. Um while those wheels aren't a huge plus, while while those wheels are a huge plus, his play strength at the next level are a cause for concern. Thornton, Thornton isn't much of an an elite after the catch threat, as evidenced by the 3.9 average after the catch by breaking and breaking just eleven tackles on 143 career receptions. So he doesn't so he fell to the Patriots, <laughs> and we're bashing them. Because this guy felt he can't break tackles after the catch, right? Who cares? This is literally, I wrote here, this is a Patriot. Like, to a (laughs) T, a guy who's going to go and run a a route, Mm -hmm. catch a ball, Mm -hmm. and go down. This is a Patriot receiver. Like, this is what they do. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, this is Julian Edelman. Like, he could do it. Like, Julian Edelman's great. I'm not trying to compare this guy to Julian Edelman. Mm -hmm. He was great after after they catch him on that. He's a possession receiver, Wes Welker, possession receiver. They have a ton of these guys who come in, run the right route, catch the ball where they're supposed to, get down, yep. and get ready for the next play so we can create a drive out. This is what they do. Yeah. And so this guy's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're ripping them. They got an F, or I'm sorry, a D on their draft query on this site, whatever site it was. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. And then day three, they, they pick uh, Zappy, Bailey Zappy, quarterback. Oh, they pick him no. before Sam Howell, and he was at, he was at Western Kentucky. He had all the stats in the world at Western Kentucky. Um, this is what it is, and this is kind of whatever. But apparently, he was the best backup quarterback in the draft. What, Whoa! What a compliment. <laughs> like Howard just said, like, oh, I got you ranked as the number one backup quarterback in the draft. <laughs> like, so bad. But this guy makes all the all the throws. That's exactly what it is. this is. A, he can't move for the life of him. Again, this is all from what wow, I'm reading. Sounds
1: like Tom Brady. Exactly. Exactly Sounds right. like a Tom Brady, Mac Jones. We
0: might say that the Jeez. Patriots lost because we're comparing them to the rest of the league. Yeah. But the Patriots did exactly what the Patriots do all the time. And so they're the losers for now. But they will win. <laughs> and they, this draft will be a good draft class. They will figure it out somehow to make this out. They got two corners, uh, third and fourth round. They got two corners. They always are able to develop the corners. Pierre Strong... I don't know. Reminds me of Pierre Thomas. Why, so the guy can probably catch the ball in the backfield, which yep. is exactly what the Patriots do. They nailed it on this draft. It doesn't look like it now. We'll give him a D now, but it'll be an A plus. That's Patriots.
1: why nobody likes the Patriots.
0: Yeah, exactly that. right.
1: Whenever you see you see a name come over like that on on your screen from Chattanooga, and no one ever heard heard of them, that's when you're like, "Crap, what did we? do? <laughs> oh <wrong?">
2: shoot, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what did Bell- <laughs> what did we do? What did Belichick see? <laughs> Bell- that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah? there's got to oh, yeah. be something special about this guy." <clears throat>
1: And my this is my another take before we get into the, into the Eagles, but uh, the Cowboys picking Tyler Smith, the tackle from Tulsa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: His number one thing on Mel Kiper's board, or what they said about him, is that he is a pen- penalty waiting to happen.
0: Yep, he was the most penalized player in college football.
1: Going to the most penalized offense in league. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I, I heard that. I was like, yes. <laughs> that is a cowboy to a <laughs> That's tee. right. Yes. So, I just wanted to throw that out there to all my, you know, the cowboy fans listening. That's that bad scouting. You guys- yeah. But or- they, they said he's a great player. Except he's the worst penalized player.
0: They, they always say, yes. b- build on your strengths. Forget about the weaknesses. <laughs> 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 I like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So I'll quick share with you here. I have my five winners of the draft. I gave mm-hmm. you my loser, quote unquote, <laughs> although they'll probably be number one winner uh, in a few years. We'll look back at that. Um, so I'll count down my five winners of the draft. Number five, I got the Detroit Lions. We talked a little bit yep. about some of this stuff, but the fa- just the fact alone that they got Aiden Hutchinson in number two, mm-hmm. steal. Yep. This guy should not have dropped. And so that they got him and he's a Detroit guy or not Detroit Michigan, Michigan. guy. This mm-hmm. is great oh, for them. Uh and then you add on to that throwing in Jamison Williams, rock solid job by the Detroit Lions. They just need to fix quarterback. Um, that's mm-hmm. a big issue for them. But they could solve that next year's draft if they don't yeah. do well. Number four, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I really thought that they were actually the best team, but okay. as I as I kept on looking, yeah, uh, I found some better ones. Um Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Lindebaum, uh, and then David Ojibba, Ojabo, correct like me if it. I'm sounds wrong, great. whatever his name is. Uh, they also got a corner in the fourth round from Alabama, just sounds good because it's from Alabama. Yeah. So. Oh man, <laughs> that's
1: all you got to do, just draft all yeah. Alabama players, put them on sure. your team, you're going to win.
0: They drafted a punter in the fourth round from Penn State. <laughs> Did you hear about that guy that went to Buffalo, by the way?
1: Yeah. The punting god? Punt. Yeah, punt god. Punt god, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the one video though? He punts from the 20 yard line and goes all the way down to the opposite end of it was the field. 85
0: yards, 85 yard punt. It was incredible. I was like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> this guy's amazing. He was from Cincinnati. I have no idea, but he, like, that's a game of field position. And if he is able to do that in the NFL, goodness. Being like,
1: on. What team did he end up? You said Buffalo?
0: Buffalo, I think, drafted him. Yeah.
1: Yep. There he goes. Man.
0: All right. Number three, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I want hit on this whole. Actually, you know what? I'm just not going to talk about it at all because we're okay, going to get ready cool. to talk about them. Uh, number two, Kansas City Chiefs. They did. I think the Kansas City Chiefs killed it in this draft. Trent McDuffie is perfect for them. Hmm. They we, they got burnt twice by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase yep. and and company, other guys, and mm-hmm. so they needed depth here. They lost the dude that was single single covering uh, Jamar Chase. I forget his name now. Mm, Who cares? Ward. 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 Yeah, Javaris Ward. Mm-hmm. So that guy's gone. They need to somehow fill. Trent McDuffie's great. Yeah, he's a great player mm-hmm. out of Washington, and they have a good history of stud corners. And so after that, number 30, they picked George Karloftis, which is one of the sort of sleeper, not sleepers, I would say, but one of the later round edge rushers, okay. and great edge rusher. Um, they thought all the scouts that I was seeing saying he should have went in the teens, mm. they land him at 30. And then the biggest one, in my opinion, round two, at 54, they land a receiver called Sky Moore. This guy does nothing but run really fast. <laughs> like, he sounds is like just
1: a fast. Patrick Mahomes kind of guy.
0: Yep. And and sounds like they're replacing Tyreek Hill. And so if he yep. just catches the ball, Andy Reid will figure out a way to get that guy in space. Good point. And he's going to be great on this, uh, on this team. So moving on, my number one team is the New York Jets. I think that they did an incredible Mm -hmm. job. What we talked about before, but they got, I mean, they had all their picks, all seven of their picks all in the first four rounds. Sauce Gardner, Stud, Garrett Wilson, from what I hear, he's great. Uh, Jermaine Johnson is great. That's a top 10 pick right there. They got a 26. Brees Hall, like you said, number one ranked running back. Mm -hmm. From what I'm hearing, he's going to plug in and play day one starter, Mm -hmm. three down back. That is amazing to get in the second round. And tight end Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State. I mean, the fact that they got him, this is, he's getting drafted in the third round and you had two first round receivers already. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave both coming from Ohio state as well. So this is oh, the yeah. third guy. He's probably pretty talented as well. He oh, just didn't have the sure. production because you have two other guys that are getting the ball thrown into him. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at this and I'm like, dude, this, this team did a great job in this year's draft. Will it mean anything? Probably not, <laughs> but they did a great job. Oh, yeah. in Front this page. Year's draft. So that's my number one winner as of now, but we all know the Patriots are going to win. Um, later on down the road, so... All right, so we're going to bring in our guest here. Uh, he's been on the show before. He is no stranger. Uh, nope. m- the men, the women, they all love him. And uh, Darren Myers, Brandon's brother, is here with us uh, on the Who Gives a Crap hotline. And uh, so, yeah, Darren, we are calling you to get your thoughts on the Eagles draft. Uh, what, were your, what were your thoughts on this draft?
3: Yeah. Uh, I am over the moon. I think we crushed it this year, uh, Howie Roseman. Hats off to you. I think we covered a lot of uh, a lot of spots, a lot of holes that we needed, uh, all without having to give away our two first rounders next year. Um, we got our two. We got our big receiver that we needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, filled out the linebacking core. Got a center for uh, next year after Jason Kelsey retires. I don't know, dude. I am. I am. I'm so happy.
1: I agree. I like your excitement because that's how I felt too. I remember we were sitting on the, or I was sitting on the bed watching the, watching the draft and just, we were talking back and forth, you and I, and uh, with dad too, just everything that's been going, what, what happened? Like what, like the first pick. So the Eagles with their first pick picked, um, Jordan Davis, that guy. Thank you. Jordan mm-hmm. Davis. I yep. blanked on his name. Yeah. <laughs> um he is massive yeah that's a big dude he looks angry too that's a good thing to have in defensive lineman. it's true i think that's i mean i think that's for our replacement whenever fletcher cox is gone after next year i mean we, that's my guess and you guys play
0: four three right you told me yes so he would be beside Fle- who 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 are the other defensive tackles that you guys have i know you have fletcher
1: cox but is there anybody else we have uh hargrave today yeah vernon is 14. that is that just him, just Hargrave, right?
3: Um, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah in the rotation. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody else right.
1: there, yeah. but yep, not. So I mean, just right there, that's that's solid. The only the only down po- downside, he didn't get many sacks, mm-hmm. but that's okay. We just, I mean, we have him for a run run stopper. And that's yeah. why we that's why we picked up Hassan Riddick. We need that the sack. Yep, like all the sacks there. So, um, I I mean. I think I would have really probably preferred Hamilton. The safety cuz he was still there yeah. because our secondary was is terrible still. We didn't really address anything in our secondary, but if we can get to the quarterback, who needs a secondary?
0: Right. What you do you know? think about that, Darren?
3: Um I mean, I'd have been if if we got guy Hamilton, I'd have been totally fine with that too. Uh I wasn't sure where we were going to go with the first pick. But I mean, I'm still really happy with Jordan Davis because he can learn behind Fletcher Cox for however long he's there. And then he can become more of a stud than he already is. So it's
1: true. I think I also think not knowing what we were going to do with our first pick had a lot to do with the Lions jumping ahead of us. Because we all thought we were going for uh Williams. Williams, the receiver. And uh I I think like I was sitting there just I was like, please don't pick Williams. Please don't pick Williams. Of course. They picked Williams. It was the yeah. same thing that happened the year before. Do you remember that there whenever they went after and or the Cowboys got C D Lamb? Oh, yeah. I, oh. I was on the couch I was watching it with yeah. you, Sean. Yeah. And I was like, please don't be C.D. Boom. I think I do
0: remember that. Yeah, yep. And then Duh. you guys took who?
1: Oh shoot, who did we take?
0: Was that Jalen Rager.
1: Rager? Yeah, you're right. Goodness. Wow. Solid.
0: That was a great pick by you
1: guys.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was the first draft that I watched. And I didn't ever necessarily get like get angry. Like like all the picks I was like, you know, that makes sense. Like I like that. Instead of like, yo, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the
3: second round was it second round oh yeah, we took uh Kim we Jordan. Took- yep. Um I kinda wanted to Kobe Dean. But For I mean sure. if he popped up in the third round somehow. So I mean, we still got him. So can't be mad, but
1: yeah, the Nakobe Dean thing just fell into I your can't, lap. I can't believe he dropped that far. What they said that I mean, so he had uh, he dropped in the draft. I looked it up because during one of his draft training times, he strained a pectoral muscle, and he didn't elect to go for surgery. And then he has a couple of little injuries here and there.
0: Okay. So that's what it was.
1: That's what they said. Right. But they said he's supposed to be ready for training camp. Huh? So I'm like, he's healthy. All right. You have him. I mean, with the amount, the amount that he like, I don't know. I was just ecstatic just to to get him even in the third round, first round graded player in the third round. Right. Like,
3: all right.
1: Enough of our, Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I mean,
3: even if we're going all the way to undrafted free agents, we got uh we signed Carson Strong who from Nevada quarterback who didn't uh, know that. A lot of people had going in like third round like Max. And he put up a really good combine and stuff. So I mean, we even our undrafted rookie our free agent classes are great too. So I mean this this whole this whole year's so just been good so far.
0: Okay. So Carson Strong, I mean that I mean Easy to remember, but that dude's yeah. got a strong arm. That dude's got a freaking <laughs> cannon, if I remember correctly, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I heard them comparing him to Josh Allen. Not, at, I'm not trying to get crazy there, but yeah. he can't move as well as Josh Allen. But that guy's got a cannon in his arm. He can move a little bit. So that's a great pickup by you guys. I did not know you guys picked him up. That's mm-hmm. great. So do you think that that triggers a quarterback controversy? Darren? Will nah. Certainly. No.
3: Well, I don't know. I mean... I don't think it's anything to like. It's like, oh, this dude's gonna come in and like take your spot right away. But like, I mean, if if the talent's out there and he hasn't been drafted yet, I mean, why not?
0: Right. Why yeah. not
3: bring him in? Sort of thing. Let right. him learn, and if he takes off, he takes off. But I mean, I don't think it's it's anything as as tense as, tense as like Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz type of thing. Yeah,
1: true. I, I I agree. I believe I don't think that there's any quarterback controversy. Especially with picking up AJ Brown, and apparently they're best friends. Yeah, they are. Him and J- he's like AJ Brown was saying, when you meet people and you see somebody that you connect to, why do you ever stop talking to them? You don't. So that's what happened. So him and Jalen like just talk all the time, not about football, about life, mm-hmm. and they're best friends. So that's why I didn't know that until after <laughs> after they uh, Jalen was just texting him all the time. Yeah, on even on Twitter before he was traded. Traded. Yep. But, um, so I got a few things here. Um, so I I listened to Howie Roseman's interview about how this whole trade thing went down. And um, they said it, it's been going on for like for the last 24 hours. He was saying that after, before, before it was like they confirmed confirmed. Okay. So it was like 24 hours they were talking and well, they needed the deal. Like it still was not completely finished until between picks 14, and 15, it was still out there. So like they needed to have it done before eight, 18. Yeah. Cause that was whatever, that's the draft pick that they gave them. So yeah. they, so it wasn't completely signed and finished on the dotted line until between 14, and 15. So like, they were still nervous about what was going to happen. Right. Because they didn't know it was going to happen, and they also wanted to respect the Titans because if they couldn't get this deal done, they didn't want their GM to be like, their GM said yes to it all. Right. Now all goes back to A.J. Brown signing the contract because they weren't going to do it unless he signed an extension. Right, yeah, yeah. So if this extension didn't go through, they weren't going to do it. So, um, So, yeah, it took them... Uh, they didn't know that until between fourteen and fifteen, and they used the thirteenth pick. They still had to go through and do their first round pick, right? Which was at thirteen, their first first round pick. So, and then, um, then when it was finished, it was only he said only three people knew about it. Wow. So when he walked into the room, how Roseman into the into the war room, he said people just came up to him. They just started talking. They're like, "Hey, we need we should go after this guy. This guy's still on the board. Go after this." And he goes. Well, we actually just traded away our pick. Wow. And he's like, and we got AJ Brown. So everybody was like, you yeah! interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got super excited. So I thought that was really interesting hearing like they didn't even know it was going to happen until like a half an hour before it happened because you get 10, 10 minutes per pick. Right. First three picks. So
3: so you, that's such a way to like present that too. Like, you know, he felt like that dude whenever he announced that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's
3: probably already feels like that dude.
0: So what was your reaction, Darren, when you heard the A.J. Brown news?
3: I, I, I don't know. I freaked out. I was watching with my friends, <laughs> and uh, actually, I heard it from my brother-in-law first when he sent like, yep. a screenshot into our group chat, and he was like, no way. And so I thought, I thought he was lying at first. Like I thought it was like a, like a fake or whatever. And so Truth. I went on Twitter, and I looked at Adam Schefter's thing. Uh, you didn't go to Odell
0: Beckham? Oh, no, no. He okay. was up. Oh, Okay, yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> he came out right after. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just, I lost it. I got so hyped. Because, like, I saw, like, like Jalen Hurts was, like, edging him on, trying to, like, get him to come. And I was like, that'd right. be so cool to yeah. get him. But I don't think it'll ever happen. And then it did. And, yeah, I don't know. It was so,
1: cute. Yeah, and then you said you wanted, you wanted a jersey. He's like, where's my jersey? I want a jersey now. Dude, now you guys <laughs> now have we, a player. Now we actually have a player that we could get somebody's jersey. Yep, true. This is the <laughs> at least player. for four years. Yep, it's true.
0: That's good enough. That that's long yeah. enough for sure. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So here's a question for both of you. I was gonna ask you, Brandon, but Darren, to have you on the line. I I'm I'm gonna get Brandon's pick for the top team in every division later on, but for you right now, NFC East are the Philadelphia Eagles the team to beat. I know they won the division this year, but do you still think that they're the team to beat in the NFC East this year?
3: Uh, I do. Yeah. Because, I mean, other the Giants, they, they made some good picks, but, like, I still don't think they can hang with us. And, I mean, we're still – coming off last year, we already, we're only getting better. And we filled a lot of spots. Like Brandon said, we still need uh, some of the secondary and stuff. But I think we can make – we can make a solid playoff run, and it all just depends on Jalen Hurts because he has the team around him now, and so it's like a no-excuse season. So if he can go off, I think we go far.
0: Okay. Fair Truth.
1: Enough. Yep. I agree. You would agree? Yeah, I would agree. I believe the Eagles are the best team in the division right now. Um, I think Washington needs a lot of help still. Um, and then you don't really trust Carson Wentz right now. Um, the Giants, Daniel, they did not pick up Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. So, mm-hmm. you don't really have a quarterback. They don't trust they, him. Nope, they don't trust him. Right. Um, and then the Cowboys lost more pieces than gained. And yeah. I think they got, they potentially got worse. And I think, I think we're, Austin, I think the Giants are the only two teams that actually got better. I think the Giants did get better because of their first two picks with the right. offensive linemen and D or mm-hmm. in the DN. But yeah.
0: I think, but they were so bad that even yeah, if they get better, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, so, but I got a couple real quick stats about Eagle receivers to throw in here. So AJ Brown, um, the main reason why they drafted him is because he's proven he's, he's, he's somebody that's actually done it. Um, so he is now the h- fourth highest paid player or receiver at 25 a year. Uh, he signed a four year, hundred million dollar extension worth five, uh, 53 or 53 guaranteed, 57 guaranteed, um, but Darren, I have a question for you. Do you remember the last thousand yard receiver for the Eagles?
3: Was it Was it Jeremy Macklin?
1: Hey, that's, look at that. That was a good call. Was Ma- this was in two thousand fourteen when Nick Foles was first there with Chip Kelly. Wow. Yep, that's whenever they let go of Deshaun I Jackson.
3: I knew it was forever ago. Yeah. Way too long. But.
1: That's the receiver. Tight end, though, we had one in 2018. Ertz. Ertz. Okay. that's, oh, that's true. That's when Carson Wentz gave him every single ball Yeah. ever. Right.
0: You know, I saw a stat about the Eagles. You guys won't be super thrilled about this. The Eagles, I, I saw it was the franchise record for a single season passing yards for every team. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles have never had a 4,000-yard passer.
1: Huh. Uh that doesn't actually that kind of surprises me. The one the main reason would have been the Deshaun Jackson with a with Michael Vick. Right. Deshaun Jackson. Well he Mac- didn't play that Macklin. whole year though. Mike Vick came in like what, a few games in, didn't No, he actually came in the very first game of the season. Did he get
0: hurt then? Because I didn't think he played that full year, did he? Or maybe he did. Uh
1: I think he did play that whole year. Okay. Um but but he didn't have those receivers like on all the time yeah. with each other. But
0: based on the graphic,
1: yeah, dude, the Eagles
0: have never had a four thousand yard. And passer. don't
1: look like we're gonna get one anytime soon.
0: No, not just, unless unless I bring it up again. Baker Mayfield <laughs> has got to come to Philly. <laughs> it is meant to happen.
1: Uh, Carson strong. That. That's true. Carson strong. <laughs> uh, uh, last a couple stats here. The last. The most single-season yardage for an Eagle receiver averaged was Terrell Owens. He averaged 95 yards a game. That's the highest. That, that's really good, though. 95. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it drops yeah. to next. And Terrell Owens was only there actually like two-ish years. Right. Then it drops to Deshaun Jackson at 68.5. Then it goes Mike Quick at 64, then it goes Macklin at 63. Mike Quick, Mike Quick. He's oh, a he's an Eagle Hall of Famer. All right. So, AJ comes in at 69.6 yards per game. He's already the second best He's already receiver. the second best receiver without playing a game. So, but and then in the 3 years that he's played, he's had 10 catches of 50 yards or more, which is the most in the NFL in that span. And he's had four catches of 40 yards or more. So, we're getting a great wow, please stay healthy. That's the main thing. Yeah, stay healthy. But
0: yeah, him and Devonte are going to be quite the duo there.
1: Yeah, he he was all, he was also offered sixteen million by the Tennessee Titans. Yep, he said no.
0: Does that bother you guys and Eagles fans? As Eagles fans, does it bother you? Because it came out and AJ Brown said, "I didn't want this to happen." Like he didn't really; it wasn't him pushing for it. Yeah, he just simply said the deal didn't. He wanted to get paid more, mm-hmm. so but he didn't necessarily push for it. He told the fans essentially afterwards, "I didn't want this to happen. I wanted to stay in Tennessee, but they didn't value me, and he wanted to play being valued." Does that bother you as as an Eagles fan at all that he didn't really want to come to Philly?
1: No, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> only only because uh, it's not like it's not like he didn't want to come here. He just didn't want to leave.
0: Sure. Yep.
3: And so, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't not, I'm sure he wasn't saying no to wanting to come play with Jalen hurts and stuff. I think this was still good for him. I just don't think he actually wanted to leave. So no hard feelings, but he likes this enough to sign four years. So I mean, it's a good
1: point. Good point.
3: Also, I just want to say, uh, I didn't know who the last 1,000-yard receiver was. I just came up on that stat also. So.
0: What? I didn't
3: sound like you like knew it.
0: <laughs> the truth <laughs> comes out. The honesty of <laughs> this oh, wow! Your draft stock just went up. Your your honesty off the field is,
3: <laughs> is, it was eating at me. is spectacular. <laughs> Holy Spirit
0: conviction.
3: <laughs> Since 2015, 68 receivers have had 140,000-yard seasons.
0: Wait, there's been 140 receivers with a 1,000-yard receivers? Re- Sorry, since- no,
3: there's been 68 receivers who have had 140 1,000-yard 1, seasons.
0: I see, okay. So some of them, some of that 60-something have had multiple, is what you're saying?
3: Yes, okay. and we've drafted eight receivers since
0: 2015. <laughs> None of which are 1,000-yard <laughs> receivers, right? mm Yeah, mm-hmm. We are good at this. Wow, game. gosh! So you had some, you had some uh, news here regarding Tannehill opening his mouth. What, what's going on here?
3: Oh yeah. Um. So, in one of the press conferences today, Brian Tannehill got asked about Malik Willis, and basically he was like, "I don't have a problem with Malik, but I don't think it's my job to mentor him because we're competing for the same job, we're watching the same film, and we're both trying to compete for the same." same position and so he doesn't feel that it is his job to mentor him and to kind of bring him in to the nfl as a rookie and so i just wanted to get your guys opinions on on that
2: Hmm.
0: i always think that's selfish uh in my opinion i understand it as a competitor and i do want that fire um especially from the quarterback position But goodness, man, be generous with your life. Oh, for sure. And so I think that it's a bit selfish in my opinion. Um, The reality is that Ryan Tannehill has had how many years to get it done here in Tennessee with a good Mm -hmm. team around him. And like last year, he had A.J. Brown, the best running back in football. Granted, he got hurt, but even after that, they had a good running game. You had... Uh, Julio Jones there as well. And so you had all the weapons in the world to make it happen. You went to the first, uh, first overall pick or first seed in the AFC. Great. Mm -hmm. But you didn't get it done. And so, and no offense, but you threw the interception to lose that game, you know? And so, you can't blame them. Uh, in my opinion, you can't blame the Titans for picking up Malik Willis in my nope. opinion. And they got him What and did they get in the third second round, round or third? third? Round? I think it was
1: in the third round. Third round.
0: I mean, who's going to pass on that, especially the Titans. It was the right pick for them. I'd still say the keys are in Ryan Tannehill's hands. He still has the chance to make this, you know, not Malik Willis's team, mm-hmm. but man, it's going to be fun to see Malik Willis play with Derek Henry. Oh yeah. Uh, in that backfield. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun to watch if it happens.
1: Yep. I, 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 would second all of that Mm. i think you're there i mean your goal is to get better as a team um if you if you end up getting hurt like you want to have your you want to have your backup come in and play well right like i mean mean, at least you should be confident in yourself and know like hey i am better than this guy like i am going to keep this position but i can help him out as well right i mean i don't know maybe i have a different mindset than other people but I'd agree. I would. I would want my team to get better. To potentially, I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't play all 17 games last year. Yep. he may have. I have no idea. But I anyways. don't remember.
0: All right. Anything else, Darren?
3: Um, how about them Heat? The Hot. True. I mean, Embiid. Embiid wasn't playing. Uh so I mean I'll take a free I'll take a free win, but <laughs> if we can get it done, I'd like to see us like get it done with Embiid on the court, if that makes sense. Like
1: Yeah, if, it, it does make we sense. Can,
3: yeah. If we can win the series then yeah, but like I kinda want to see us be dominant against against a t- like a team's full full squad. Right. Are you you have, have all Sixers fans? Everyone's like, "Oh, put an asterisk next to the next to the finals run, like they did in the bubble."
0: Oh my goodness!
3: I don't want to hear it break. again.
0: <laughs> I can't stand exactly. these Sixers fans. That <laughs> Truth. Is, yeah, that's pathetic in my opinion. Wait, so are you guys worried at all about Jimmy Butler? He seems a bit hobbled right now. Uh, are you guys concerned at all with that?
1: Yes, I think they. I think the Heat are too deep. Right now for the Sixers, I think if Joel did play, I think it'd be pretty close, pretty pretty scary actually, um, because the Heat did not play well in that in that game yesterday, and uh, I just think they're deep, they're they're a deeper team that made them t- that made the Sixers tired, and I think that, well, I mean defensively we we're, we're a really good team, I think even without Jimmy Butler, I mean, PJ Tucker. Swamped, James Harden. Right, that was awesome. <laughs> I, I was at work today, and I was talking to your brother, Jay, and I could not. I that was like the first game that I actually watched all the way through this year. I forgot how much I hated watching James Harden play basketball.
0: Oh, he's the worst. I hate watching him
1: play. <laughs> all the all the head gyrations and falling down and yep. all that.
0: I saw him get so upset he like started uh, bam out of bio. He did foul him. he hit him in the arm, but he started right. jumping up and down like a baby. Mm-hmm. yeah, oh my goodness, that irritates me so bad. <laughs> what about you, Darren? Are you concerned at all with Jimmy Butler and him being hobbled?
3: Um I mean, yeah, just because I would like our team to all be healthy and stuff, um but I mean if we we have enough guys to help step up while he's not there. Right, I think we can still get the job done. Um, but obviously, yeah, I would, I would really like to see him healthy. Him and Kyle Lowry as well.
1: Yeah, that's where it would be nice if this series can go in a sweep. Miami can win in a sweep. And the other game can go to seven, and we can get rest.
3: Yeah. Truth. So, anyway. And we have the sixth man of the year, officially.
1: Officially?
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Officially. Boom, look at that.
0: I mean, it should have been official yeah. a long time ago. But I got yeah. that one right. That's Check. Great. Boom. We got Marcus Smart right, too. Did you pick yep. this part?
1: Boom. And rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, right? I did call. I say Scotty Barnes. Me, yeah. too, because I jumped on your bandwagon. <laughs> <Me> nice. <too. laughs> appreciate it. It's good yep. to ha- Look it's at good. that. We're crushing this It's game. good to have you
0: guys in this yep. wagon. I yeah. appreciate you guys jumping on.
1: Yep. Hey, Dare. Thanks for joining us. That was fun.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
1: Yep. We'll have to give you a call again sometime. Good luck on finals.
3: Thanks, we'll do. Go
1: kill, it, buddy. See ya. See ya. All right. So, first round NBA playoffs is officially over. We are now starting this. The second round, actually, it started on Sunday, which was a day ago. Um, but it was a pretty pretty good first round. Um, the biggest surprise, obviously, is the Nets getting swept. Mm.
0: Who was you, surprised by that?
1: Uh, I think everybody.
0: <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised <laughs> that they got swept. I just wasn't surprised that, the, that Celtics won. Yeah. But, yes, for sure, a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think that was probably the biggest the biggest takeaway from that. I mean, everything else pretty much happened. I went 6 for I went 6 and 2. I picked the Jazz to win, which I'm never picking the Jazz to do anything again. <laughs> They're a terrible team. <laughs> like they regular season, they can't do squad jack in the playoffs.
0: The only reason they lost is cuz Gobert got stung by a bee.
1: Oh that's shoot. What happened. Really? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, no. That's what happened. Did you see that? No.
0: He apparently has bees at his house. He got stung by a bee. And that's so why my I lost. face was swollen. Oh gosh,
1: it's <laughs> terrible. And I picked the Nets, so I went six, six and two. All right. Um,
0: yeah, I uh, I got everyone right except for I picked the Jazz over the Mavs, and I. Oh wait, I did get. I I, I picked the Jazz. You picked the Jazz. Did you pick? And you picked the Raptors, right? I did pick the Raptors, so I I went six and two. I thought I went okay. seven and one, um, but I I went six and two as well. And so, really? I, yeah, I picked the Raptors to beat Sixers. That did not go as planned, although I was really disappointed to see Scotty Barnes go yes. down to injury, so that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Game-wise, I don't know if you have how many uh, games you picked per series. I do
1: not have that on my yet. My I went to,
0: I'm just looking at my notes from last time, and yeah. I had the Heat beating the Cavaliers in five games, which clearly I got the play-in wrong. Heat but Cav- they beat yeah. the Hawks in five, right? They beat the Hawks in five. Five, yeah, yep, and then sixers. I had the sixers losing in seven, but that didn't happen. Okay, I had the Bucks winning in seven, that didn't happen. <laughs> Celtics winning in six, that didn't happen. Gotcha. Uh, Suns beating the Clippers in five, Clippers didn't even make it. Um, I had the Jazz winning in six, goodness, I suck. <laughs> uh, Warriors winning in six, I got that one right, mm. right? I think so. I think they yep. went six it games. It- and I had the Grizzlies sweeping the Timberwolves.
1: No, I said they it. won in five. They won in five. Right.
0: Yeah. So I was, I was like, maybe they won. Anyway. Yeah. So I got that one wrong too. So I didn't get any of the games right. Oh, no.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you what I got. I
0: had the Grizzlies sweeping the Timberwolves. Clearly, that series was a whole lot more scary yeah. than we had thought. So.
1: I, the Timberwolves should have won that series. They were the better team in that series. You think so? Three games. They blew double-digit leads oh, and yeah. lost them all. Mm-hmm. But That's, does that
0: mean that they're the better team?
1: I think they were the better team in that series. They, I mean, that's they just blew the leads. Oh yeah, because like, they just know, don't. That has think, to
0: account for a skill.
1: Like, it's true. You know, they just like, you know, what Chuck said. What said? They're a good, talented team, but they're dumb as rocks. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Dumb as rocks. Yeah, that's what he said. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I didn't mind the Grizzlies or the Timberwolves. Yeah, but it was kind of fun to watch that. Like it oh, was, yeah. it was. It was the grit, the Timberwolves, they'd get up by a bunch of points and then they'd start talking smack mm-hmm. and doing all these dances or whatever. And the next thing you know, you switch. To you pitch, you right?
1: would think after it didn't happen twice, you wouldn't do it again. And they did it again. again yep. And then they lost. Mm-hmm.
0: Dumb <laughs> idea. Yeah, <laughs> definitely really, really stupid on their part. But yeah.
1: Another takeaway, the Warriors are crazy. Yep. This Jordan Poole guy, what is going on? Like... Yep. Him, Clay, and Draymond and Steph. Like, it's just, they're just a good, they're just a crazy team. Yep, for
0: sure. I mean, yeah, the Warriors, they're loaded. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know that there's, well, they aren't as good as they were. Yeah. Um, with Kevin Durant and all those guys, mm-hmm. but they may be as scary. Oh, yeah. Um, when they get it going, like, they're unbelievable. Those three guys, mm-hmm. you know, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, but, and this is without they have James Wiseman, you know, that's out with India. Yeah. and so it's pretty it's pretty wild how mm-hmm. how good this team is, and so I think they're going to run through the Grizzlies. Um, I think
1: yeah, I think, it, and then especially so they had game one on Sunday, and I think it, like so Draymond Green got ejected, and like there were th- three. Uh, I know Clay Thompson got in foul trouble really fast. Uh Steph Curry got in foul tr- foul trouble really fast. Like their whole team almost got in foul trouble like really quick. Mm-hmm. So things weren't completely together. And also, they won on the road. So like I think I think they have a huge like they're huge hugely favorite and I think they're gonna I think it's gonna be a dominating series for dominating them. Dominating series. Um I'll be I'll be actually surprised if it goes six or seven. Well, six, I'll be okay with six, but hmm. if we go seven, that would surprise me. I'd be like, wow. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, that series is great. The Bucks in Boston just started their series. I was shocked by that. So, uh, I think they're playing tonight,
0: right? Yep. And so they're probably playing as we speak right now. Why don't we mm-hmm. get a live update as we're talking? Live. About? I was shocked that the Bucks punched the Celtics in the face the way that they did. Mm-hmm. It was a straight punch. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was tough to believe. I did not expect the Bucks coming out with defense like that, but. And it was the live update.
1: Live update. 450 left in the third. Boston is punching Milwaukee 72 56.
0: Yikes. That's what I'm talking about, though.
1: Yeah. So I think, I think even going into Boston and getting that game mm-hmm. was huge for them. Now, yeah. with no Middleton. Oh, yeah. Like, I got, I saw a video of, um, What's his name? Giannis backing down uh, Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It made Jason Tatum look like... So small. Oh, it it, it looked like playoff basketball versus non-playoff basketball. Like somebody who's been there, somebody who hasn't been there. It was just in one clip. Right. But, I mean, Giannis backed him down, scored. Right. I mean, bully ball. Right. Yep. So.
0: That's what he needs to do,
1: though, because I feel like, you know,
0: certain parts of last year's playoffs, he wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. I know they won the championship. He's timid. But, yeah, but there was times in the playoffs when he... I was concerned about Giannis. Yeah. Like, you remember, like, he had his hands... What was it against... Was it against Miami? Did they play Miami last year?
1: Yeah, they. but they killed Miami. I think they swept Miami.
0: Yeah. Who were they playing Eastern Conference Final? Was it the Hawks? It was the Hawks. And um, Giannis, looked gassed mm-hmm. in certain parts of the playoffs yeah. where, like, literally hands on the knees, like, head down, like, it just looked like he could not keep up. Right. And so... Yeah, it's good to see that bully ball from Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I have the Bucks winning, or the Celtics winning this series, but I, I definitely don't want Giannis to look like that. Yeah. You know, I want him to look For good sure. and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was shocked by that. Um, the Sixers, what are your thoughts on the Sixers, team? I mean, and beads out, broken yeah. face, right?
1: It's true. <laughs> um, so, like, kind of like what we mentioned when Darren was on the line, um, I think... I'm, okay, so I was watching the game, and I was surprised that they got all the way to um, leading by one at halftime. Mm-hmm. And that just shocked me by the way they were playing because they were playing terribly in the beginning. But then they just kept chipping away, and Miami just could not hit a bucket to save their life. Right. And if you can't hit a bucket you ain't gonna win the game right your defense can I mean your defense can go a long way but how Miami plays is defense into offense like mm-hmm. that's how they that's how they play and um yeah they were they were down Miami was down one and a half, and I was I was worried mm-hmm. like because no Embiid and it already happens already in the regular season no Embiid no Harden I think Maxi played I think he did play Mm-hmm. And they beat Miami full strength. Miami was full strength, wow. so it kind of brought back those memories of that that game. But sure. um,
0: and you guys finished the game off fairly handily. Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. I was. We were listening to the Lebittard show today, and basically, DeAndre Jordan was the worst. Like any time that somebody came in, or his points when he was, if he was on the court the whole sixty minutes. He was aver- they would have averaged, Miami would have averaged 160 points. Like oh, his defense good. was terrible. Anytime he was on the floor, like he was wow. negatives all, all around the board. So when they like left him, like when he left the court and went to, when they went to zone, they stopped Miami. Miami didn't know what to do in the zone. Hmm. But when Jordan came back in, Bam feasted off of DeAndre Jordan. Wow. So, I think that's going to be a huge game two switch. Yeah. I think DeAndre they have, Dor- to, adjust. They have to, but yeah. who else do you have? They don't have anybody else. No big men, quote unquote, like now that Embiid's there, but apparently they didn't need it. Right. I don't know. They're, Doc Rivers is going to have to shake up some some stuff there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Embiid, I guess game two is the only game. Apparently Embiid's coming back game three. And so, yeah three or four one right of those. yeah they said three or four but it seems like they're leaning towards three again yeah. you never really know i mean ben simmons was supposed to play in the playoffs right so it's true here we are um just
1: like Embiid said but i mean Embiid said somebody broke he broke his face so yep. coming back <laughs> off a broken you face put that face mask back oh on. Yeah.
0: and so yeah i it's don't know point. he's he's got once he comes back i think he, even if you played now um, He'd be fine. I think oh, he'd be yeah. more effective than him being on the bench. Oh, for sure. Um, yep. I don't know what the danger in that is, but if you can't play this week, but you can play next week, yeah, dude. It's the NBA. I playoffs. also thought it was
1: interesting. There was three fifty, three thirty left in the game, and everybody took out their starters, and there was only it was only a fifteen point game, and I felt like it got down to even eleven or twelve, and no one was ever. They were like, eh, whatever. And it was still two minutes left. I'm Like two minutes, eleven point game. Anything can happen, and none of the starters were in. Yes, yeah, which kind of threw me off because I was like, okay, if we give them garbage buckets, their garbage buckets are making it single digits. I think right. they Miami only ended up winning. Uh, what was it by thirteen? 13. So, yes, yeah. yeah, th- by thirteen. But they were up by twenty, right? Right. But then by yeah, it just got closer and closer to the end, and you're just I'm watching it like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, don't even give them that ray of hope. Don't let their bench players, some of those bench players are going to be playing on Tuesday because they need them. Right. Don't give them hope.
0: Yep. And the other thing is, you know, back in the series against Toronto, the Philly, mm-hmm. Doc Rivers, game one, I was watching with Jose, my brother-in-law, who's yeah. been on this podcast before many times. And so we were watching it together and we were both asking the question, Sixers were up by a good bit in game one against the Raptors. Yeah. And they had the starters in there late in the game, even though they're up by a bit. It's like, dude, these guys are gonna get hurt. Like, why yeah. are you not taking them out? And so now you fast forward, and you now have you, yeah. a game within reach that you could play your starters to come and bring them back, mm-hmm. and you don't. Yeah. Like, what's going on there? You know, yeah. why is it opposite? You know, it just doesn't make I it. Felt,
1: felt sense. like they gave up. Right. Yeah. And then the other series, that's a, well. So I think my I think Miami going to do really well in that series hoping, like, if L- Lowry can come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we can win again, I don't know if he will come back it's in game two. But I would also, like, be even more cautious. I don't know. If they go up
0: 2-0. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't force him back. No. he's He's got but some I'll, age on him, so right. you don't want him to re They're all, feels like they're all old. Yeah.
1: But P.J. Tucker plays in this level that doesn't feel like he's old. Yeah, for sure. But I love watching him play defense on James Harden. Yep. He would it, he would make me so mad. Exactly, I, would quit, I would quit basketball. Yeah. If he was guarding me, I'm done. Well, He's this one of those players. This is
0: exactly what I thought was gonna happen with this team. You know what uh Harden went six to fifteen or something like that. Yeah. In the game under under fifty percent. And so under uh that might even be under forty percent. I'm not sure. I'm trying to do the math here. But I mean, goodness, like this guy's gotta step up, especially within beat out. He has got to step up and be the guy that he was in Boston, or not Boston, sorry, uh, Houston. And he just isn't. And so that's concerning for me. That's been my concern for the Sixers all along. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps on rearing its head. Yeah, his his
1: second half stats were four points with one assist, two turnovers, and he was one for five from the field. So bad. That was Harden.
0: It's awful. Yeah. And so that's why, man, keep on telling people, man, that the Sixers went and made that trade and said, hey, this hurt you. Mm-hmm. just hurt you guys and going to the playoffs or going to the finals. And so it's just not who he is. And so he, he needs to get it together, honestly. Yep. Uh, did you see, I don't know, I, I'm not making anything of it really, but did you see the video of at a timeout, uh, James Harden and Tyrese Maxey, they go to the bench, Tyrese Maxey sits down on the bench and um, James Harden comes and like, uh, he goes to like almost sit down in one chair, stands back up. And goes and sits beside Tyrese Maxey, and once Tyrese Maxey notices, he sits there. He hops up, goes down to the other chair, and sits down like six years. Oh away my goodness! Doesn't want to sit next to Harden. <laughs> Everybody's reading into it, saying that you know Maxey thinks that he sucks and doesn't want to sit next to him. Whatever. I have no idea. I don't know. Maxey's a young kid. I doubt he's he good though. Forget. He is. He good. He is
1: good. When I saw him, he went. He there was a play. He caught the ball half court mid run, and got to the got to the net. Was fouled, but it was a blur.
0: Yeah, he, he went so he fast. fast. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I mean, game one against Toronto was the game when I was like, "Dude, this guy—I knew he was a baller, mm-hmm. but he took over that game." Yeah, and again, I was watching that game with Jose, and we were in awe of this guy. I mean, he was—he was hitting him. He was most of them were creating inside. Yeah, which is a skill that you know John Morant has. You know, John mm-hmm. Morant's leading the league in points points in the paint. You know, and yeah, as a guard, mm-hmm. a point guard at that. Maxi was doing similar things like that, um, without the athleticism quite as as much as Morant. But then he would also step back from three and drain them from. I'm not talking yeah. about just at the arc. I'm talking three, four steps back, and hmm. he was nailing them. I'm like, dude, this guy is a problem, and he's only 22, yeah, 23. Like, mm-hmm. goodness, that yep. that's who you should be building a franchise around. Not yeah, just ship James Harden elsewhere. You know, <laughs> in my opinion.
1: Yep. And then the uh, the final series is Suns and Mavs. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be closer. I mean, I still think the Suns are going to beat them. They've got to. I They're mean, so good.
0: You had, you had the best game, arguably, that Luka's going to play in the playoffs. I mean, he had 45 points and almost a triple-double. <laughs> and so...
1: What else can the guy do?
0: Yeah, what, can, what else can he do? And is the rest of the team going to step up? Jalen Brunson didn't have a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure who was on him. I didn't watch that game. Yeah. But he got locked up, whoever it was that was on him, maybe mm-hmm. Bridges. I don't know. He's a great defensive player. Jay Crowder's there. He's a great defensive player. Yeah, I just loaded with those guys. Yep. You know, Chris Paul's still great defensively. And so, you know, they got a great team. The guy that's really shocking me this postseason is DeAndre Ayton. He's playing great. And not yeah. just like he's not putting up 30 point, 12 rebound games or whatever, but he's consistently putting up 20, but he's shooting like 70%, 80% yeah. from the from the field. I'm like, dude, this guy, every time he touches the ball and every time he's actually putting up a shot or a dunk or whatever it is, mm-hmm. he's scoring. Yeah. And so it's sure is nice to have a center <laughs> that can just dominate down there. And again, that's not even your number one option. It's not right. even your number two option. Yeah, Maybe your number three option, you know what I mean? If you're not looking at Bridges to be that mm-hmm. guy or Johnson coming off the bench, <laughs> you know? It's like, these guys are loaded. And so oh, yeah. anyway, you put all that together, Luka's best game, and they still don't win. Yep. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> see how they, how they can overcome that. Me that, that Suns team.
1: Yeah, they're just too good.
0: I agree. So, are you still your your finals pick was the Heat? Heat and Warriors. Suns, and the Warriors. That's right. Yep. Sorry, Heat I'm Warriors.
1: I am sticking with it. You're still sticking with it.
0: Okay. Yep. I have Celtics and Suns. I'm gonna stick with it. Although I'm a little bit more concerned about the Suns now, especially with the Warriors. But we'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got one voice message that we received from my brother, Jay. And so let's take a listen. Go ahead. This is a question for Sean. With Nicolas Cage's new movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, getting 100% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, will you give it a chance and actually watch it? No. I could give a crap about that movie. Um, no. I
1: think it's a movie about, I don't. I actually have no idea what it's about, but it's Nicolas Cage playing as Nic- Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah, it's him playing a movie about himself, which is the stupidest thing ever. And so, no, I have no interest in this movie at all. I saw it, I rolled my eyes, I moved on with my life. I have no interest at all. And so, um, no. I mean, I guess if there's a role that he's actually going to do a good job at, maybe it would be playing himself i mean <laughs> after all it is him <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> um but no honestly i didn't even see the trailer i saw well i saw one bit of the trailer and mm-hmm. i was like yeah this Terrible. is what i think it's gonna be and i have no interest <laughs> nope i'm not uh what about you
1: probably not <laughs> i mean I, I don't know i maybe i've i don't even remember what, tr- what the trailer was but um i might know spend my time and watch it yeah i'm I, not quite sure yet
0: just so some listeners that may not know understand why jay sent that question into me is mm-hmm. because i am not a fan of nicholas cage <laughs> i think he's one of the worst actors in hollywood in my opinion i'm not saying it about him as a person <laughs> you know i'm not trying to whatever <laughs> but i just do not think he's very talented as an actor in my opinion and so i've seen some if you want to look up look up nicholas cage highlight acting videos or something i'm sure they'll come up enjoy because they're awful. And so no, to answer the question quickly, I'm not watching that movie.
1: Thank you everybody for listening to coming off the bench. Uh, we just love that you guys are able to join in, uh, with us. Yeah. It's just been super fun. Um, hearing you guys, all your questions and things like that. Uh, please keep bringing them in. We want to answer them. We want to talk about it. Um, and we want to hear you guys too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, good rate review, subscribe, uh, to our podcast. Um, keep sending messages on anchor, Facebook. We'll get to them. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah thanks thank you for listening to us Mm -hmm. thanks for us letting us ramble about the draft and hope you loved it yeah because we do
0: love it thank you see you